0: Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today we will be chatting about the most important topic, our top 10 summer foods. So now it's time to grab a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we're about to get started.
1: Hi guys! Hello! Hello! so good to be back together again.
0: Oh my God. It's been so long. And this topic is actually probably the best topic to come back with. It's so fun. We love to talk about food. (laughs) So we'll have plenty to talk about, but first let's talk about what's on our needles.
2: Okay. Um, well, I did make a promise the last podcast that we had, and um it was that i was going to start a pair of mittens and i sure did start a pair of mittens i can't show them to you because i've literally just cast it on
0: (laughs) wait show them to us though because i want to see what color they are but i don't want to give it away
2: they're downstairs um i'm not gonna go grab them i left them down there by accident um but they are like a, a purplish color i'm I'm super excited. Um, so I did start my mittens, like I promise. And I'm actually really excited because I just received some fall yarn samples from Barroco. Um, some of their new yarns and new colors of yarns that they've had. So I might mess around with these the next couple of days. But um, that's, that's what's on my needles right now.
0: I am surprised. I didn't know that happened. I'm so excited. <laughs> Right here. <laughs> you have to bring those to me on Saturday. I they, <laughs> see them.
2: They just showed up like 20 minutes before we started chatting.
1: What a fun surprise!
2: Wow! And are they all new yarn, or they they look like it? I think one of them is a DK version of a yarn that they've had, and um, I don't know if you've seen Dash by Barocco. um It's it's a newer yarn they put it out a little bit ago but i think they're really like releasing releasing it um for the fall it's a it's supposed to be a super bulky it looks a little more like a chunky but i think um on a bigger needle it has a lot of fluff to it i think it'll knit up really nice as a bulky yarn it looks Hey. Nice. oh look wow hardest
1: thing we do in a podcast is look at each other's pretty things. <laughs> I, want to reach, I know. I would have reached through the screen. And I feel like I should be able to do that and touch that. All right. So, in my knitting needles right now, I started mittens too. Um, I'm just doing some filler projects as I'm looking forward to our next your next schedule of classes. I think I'm ready for a sweater, but I'm doing some mittens because I'm either going to make them and keep them, or make them, and give them as gifts, or make them and make them donations. They're really a simple mitten. But I'm doing two at one, just like I did with my last pair of socks. That's sort of my little challenge is to try to do a pair of mittens and get the left thumb and the right thumb in the correct places. (laughs) Um, That's what my needles uh, on my hook is my market bag. And uh, I'm doing two of them. And I just am so enjoying this whole project. I have class this week with you, Natalie, and I cannot wait to take the next step on it. Um, but this has been really enjoyable. And then the, um, the tiger scarf goes on. The tiger scarf goes on. That's mine. Fun. That's
0: awesome. Um, I am also knitting a pair of something two at a time, Kathy, but mine is socks. And that might be something that our listeners can knit with me in a class coming up. Potentially, I don't, I'm not going to give away any like solid secrets um, but speculating that that might be there. Um, so I'm, I'm working on some two at a time socks and like a cream color, which is really fun. I, I actually like have never knit like a white color sock before. And it, it, I just think it's really cool. I thought it was going to be boring, but it's not. Um, and then I finished the third squares for our crochet sampler, which was really fun. So I'm ready for that class next weekend. Um, and then, What else am I working on? I'm also working on a market bag right now. I'm almost to the point where I'm ready to start thinking about handles. So hopefully that will be done this week too. Nice.
1: Great. Yeah. All right,
0: guys, we need to get down to business. We need to get down to the nitty gritty top 10 summer foods. I say we go round Robin and we can give a little blurb about why we love each food and like any weird, like preferences we have about it. Um, but we're going to work backwards. 10 to 1. So let's start with 10. Brianna.
2: Is it okay if we repeat words or foods throughout this?
0: Like if I have a similar one to you? Yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I, I need to know the rules. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I think we can, we can set that as an okay thing.
2: Well, cause I didn't want to, I don't want to take anybody's, but I feel like the obvious one on the list should be watermelon. I, I only think about watermelon in like the end of July. so I'm not even ready for it quite yet. Um, but it is on my list of favorites. I love a good watermelon as long as it's um, as long as it's really flavorful, I, I want it. I want to eat it.
1: So watermelon's one of those things too. And there's several summer foods that are like that that if it's not summer, because I guess the environment, the heat and all that, you go, oh, who eats watermelon? Like watermelon in a fruit salad in December is like, push it to the side. Yeah. Over time, you're like, I'll take the whole watermelon. And so Brianna, when you were asking that question, we probably all like so much of the same things because we tend to like everything. But um, I was also going through my mind is like, can I say blueberries three times or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to go with um, cucumbers. I do love cucumbers. Again, only in the summer. And the way that I eat them most commonly, as you probably remember, and I continue this year, is I eat them in sandwiches. I love a simple cucumber sandwich. And literally, my cucumber sandwich is cucumber slices, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, and a little bit of mayonnaise. And I actually like it on white bread. So, But I'll eat it on anything.
2: Cucumbers for me some
0: of that, that. mine is freeze pops i and it's got to be the ones that you can pick up outside of the grocery door like grocery store door like and they're in like a big cardboard box and you can just buy like a hundred of them i still have the same ice pops in my freezer from two years ago should i should i not eat them
2: Oh no, they're fine,
0: right? They're fine forever, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> They're a great investment. You'll have them forever as long as you don't have kids in the house. You will have them forever. And I like every once in a while, I need one. If I'm sick, I need I need ice pops in the house. If there's something about like the cold ice pops.
2: They're good. They're good. Good one. All right, number nine. Um, I'm gonna say cherries. I. The last couple of weeks at the farmer's market, the fruit stand has been out of this world and the cherries have been amazing. The first week they had them, they were the regular, like really dark red cherries that you normally get. Um, but last week they had the Bing cherries, which are the like orange yellow ones. And they're so good. Um, yeah. So that's, that's mine. Cherries.
1: (laughs) Good. All right. And mine is going to be corn on the cob. I do love corn on the cob and, um, we actually um sorry about that i'm back did i lose us yeah no you're you're here okay good i'm sorry about that um corn on the cob is for me um and i actually had so many different ways of making it and i have to tell you i make it the same way my mother made it which was so simple i that's how we do our corn on the cob and i love it love
0: it i love i love a good corn on the cob and especially like just in season vegetables in general. Phenomenal this time of year when corn's cheap, there's nothing better than corn on the cob when you're having like a barbecue 10 out of 10, um, right. minus shrimp cocktail. There's something about this in the summertime that hits different. It's like over ice, you've got cocktail sauce, you're at a party. It's like, a you have to kind of eat it at the beginning of the party. You don't want to eat it later. You have to kind of get there first. So I do, I do enjoy
2: shrimp cocktail. Yeah.
0: All right, number eight.
2: I am on like a, a produce kick right now. <laughs> All I can think about is like fruits and vegetables, um, but apricots have been really good recently too. I love a good apricot. I've actually, before like this year, I've never seen an apricot whole before. Like usually they come canned or like, you know, dried apricots and I love those. I don't think I've ever seen a fresh one until this this season. And they are delicious. I gotta tell you, the fresh ones are way better than any other ones.
1: You're reminding me of so many fruits that I need to go to the farmer's market for and get them now while they're in season. Yeah. All right, so my next one, mine's gonna be berries in my salad. So And I'll just go, it it could be any kind of berry. Typically, Ed and I will always have a fruit bowl of blueberries and strawberries ready to grab and throw in our cereal bowl. But berries in my cereal, again, I would never do that in the winter. Like that does not appeal to me at all, but uh, fresh berries in your cereal. That's a good one. Love it.
0: Mine is also produce, but it's like alcoholic produce. Mine is a margarita. And I'm a lime girl through and through. That's the produce part. It's the limes. <laughs> and I just, I, I love a good margarita when it's hot out. My favorite.
1: <laughs> and that would be one of your fruits for the day, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: there's, there's definitely some like healthy content in a margarita. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure the tequila might also be good for you. It's a natural product, right?
2: Absolutely. But like what farmer's market are you going to? to get your margarita
0: <laughs> i'm going i'm just getting limes at the grocery store and we do it here full service <laughs> i have a little shaker and everything i know how to I, use it i love making margaritas
1: yeah brianna what tree it is to keep what,
2: what tree do the margaritas grow on i want those <laughs> in my backyard <laughs> i didn't think that margaritas were produce but you have a point i mean every ingredient is from produce
0: Exactly. And yes. that's, that's it. It's like an end product produce, um, item. Well, the limes, you know, the limes I pick up from the produce section of the grocery store.
2: Yeah, absolutely. A big old bag of limes. Yeah. And tequila comes from plants. It's fine.
0: I could not tell you what plant, but they do come. It does. I know that much.
2: <laughs> I a documentary. Yep. Yeah. We got to watch one.
0: <laughs> oh God. Okay, I think we're on seven, right? Is this seven? Yeah,
2: this okay. Seven. seven. Um, I love a good burger on the grill. I don't eat meat, so they're always veggie burgers, but there's just like, I don't, I never did like ground meat even before I was vegetarian, um, but I never wanted to eat it any other time of year besides the summertime. Like grilled burgers are the way to go. And any- like, I don't know, thinking about eating a burger, even a veggie burger in November, December is not appealing at all.
1: There's something about the texture of it when it comes off the grill Mm -hmm. versus off of the griddle for lack of a better word. Or like out of the oven, you know, but the summer burger off of the grill. All right. So like, I love everything on here. So it's so hard for me to rank these in any order. So I'm just going to kind of go with it um chicken salad i love chicken salad and i will eat it for breakfast lunch and dinner i just love chicken salad to me it's like it's like eggs but it's a chicken (laughs) It works for breakfast lunch and dinner so i have chicken salad that's a good one i actually love chicken
0: salad and sometimes if i've like got a rotisserie chicken and i've got like a little bit left i'll make chicken salad for like a week with it and it's really really good
1: you never get tired of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: so so and I, I don't make it uh, but I we're on like this little thing here of going different places and getting chicken salad to go and trying different places and learning yeah. who's we like because they're they're all a little different they're oh, all yeah. A little yeah different and um, I haven't met many that I don't like so yeah my good. one
0: requirement for good chicken salad is there has to be celery in there I find celery to be a nice challenge. So I, I always enjoy that. Yeah. And tuna salad too. Has to have celery for me. That's yeah. My requirement.
1: And that's another um, vegetable. Check it out. It off. is. Yeah. It is another
0: vegetable. My next one does not have a vegetable though. It is cookie dough. And if it's been in the freezer, the better. And the reason for this is when I was young, we used to go to Glenolden Olden pool. Um, and one of the things you can get at Glenolden pool is like, frozen cookie dough I don't know if they still do it but it was the best treat ever in the summer so cookie dough
1: did they like have like the Pillsbury dough and cut it and sell it like I don't know I mean
0: I would imagine there was no eggs in there like it was probably like safe to eat without getting salmonella (laughs) I hope (laughs) um but yeah it was just like cookie dough that looks like cut up into like little bite-sized pieces and you could just like get it from the freezer and it was great
2: that's awesome
0: my
1: favorite
2: so i just could add like
1: five more things because you reminded me of the pool food growing up yeah i overlooked completely the whole boardwalk food thing too i could just keep going we can
0: do honorable mentions at the end for anything we think of
1: original 10 but boy this is hard yeah
0: (laughs) we love food you guys it is our passion knitting and food that is what this relationship was built on and it (laughs) worked for us (laughs) Um, okay. Number six.
2: Um, for me, it's cheese fries all day long cheese fries. I mean, just Natalie, when you mentioned the pool that was already on my list, but I'm like, yeah, like that is a fun pool food. Just some cheese fries out in the sun. <laughs> it's probably so not good for you, but, um, they're quite delicious when it's warm outside. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. perfect, Perfect snack. Oh my gosh. Oh, I I keep thinking of more things. Okay. I'm sticking with my list. Raspberry sherbet. And it has to be raspberry. No orange, no lemon. It's raspberry sherbet. I don't know. There's something about most raspberry sherbets are just a little creamier than other sherbet's. And I just love raspberry sherbet. And sometimes I'll dip it. I get those mini, um, the Toll House morsels, the mini morsels. Oh yeah and put some of those on top of my raspberry sherbet and it's wonderful the mini
0: chocolate chips are definitely the better chocolate chip
1: definitely they are I just love I mean we keep a bag in the freezer all the time so yeah
0: me too we always have a, a a chocolate chip bag but I will say you have to get the mini ones to put them in the freezer otherwise it's very hard like to chew them. So oh, you have yeah. to look them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. The right.
1: Consistency when they come out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. It's just right. So they're perfect. Okay.
0: Yep. Um, my number six is smoothies. I'm a big smoothie person. I recently introduced to almond milk. So that's been an adventure. Um, but my go-to smoothie right now is actually one that I get down the street. There's a smoothie place like across the street and it's almond milk, honey, peanut butter, and bananas and it is so good and I highly recommend everyone try it
2: that sounds awesome
1: it's the best it sounds like it would keep you well fed for a while too like really yeah it's like a full breakfast oh, yeah. like
0: it's I'm full when I when I have them but it's the the flavor is phenomenal peanut butter
1: mm. my babe
0: okay guys number five
2: ice cream cones i um i i love ice cream so much that that's like the one thing if I, I if i want something sweet i always go for ice cream and now i live on a street where the ice cream truck drives by every single day as soon as i get home from work and it's not a good thing we actually haven't gotten ice cream from him yet because i'm trying really hard not to just spend all our money on ice cream um but it's just like once memorial day came he's out there all the time and all i want is an ice cream cone so i might have to treat myself to my number five
1: it's just that you know they're going to be there you know so my yeah. it's kind of right there with you brianna um it's in the ice cream part dairy queen love Love, love Dairy Queen. I, I will fess up that, fortunately, the Dairy Queen that we usually go to closes for like just the heart of the winter months. Like they stay open pretty long and they open pretty early, but there are a few months that they're closed. So I'm going to consider this a summer food, even though if they were open 365 days a year, I I would eat Dairy Queen any time of the year. But it yeah. tastes so good, and I don't know what it is with their their ice cream, their ice milk, whatever it is their cones they have the perfect cone because did you ever notice it has like those little wells around it yeah so that melting it oh i just love it dairy yeah. queen <laughs> dairy
0: queen's so good wait i have a funny ice cream story um well it's not really a story and chris is probably gonna be mad at me for telling this on the air but um we have an ice cream truck that comes through here and it parks under the bridge i live under a bridge like a troll Um, and it like does the song, but it echoes really loud. So like in the summertime for like 20 minutes, every night, we have to listen to the ice cream truck, which is enough to make anyone go insane. But my rule is that like, Chris needs to be home before the ice cream truck goes off. Otherwise he's been at work too long. Yeah. So that's like, he has to beat the ice cream truck home and that's our parameter. And it it doesn't always happen at the same time. So he's got to stay on his toes, but it does pass him at work. So he does hear it at work prior to it coming here. And he has a good 10 minutes. So he should be able to get here.
1: Oh my gosh. I that's love it. Deadly like, alarm. Yeah. It's a curfew. It's, curfew. it's like a
0: curfew. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, like that's as late as I want to eat dinner. If the ice cream man is coming around and he's, he's on his break, we should have eaten dinner. So yeah, you know, that's yeah. my philosophy. <laughs>
1: and I love that You know, the root of the ice cream. truck.
0: Um, yeah. We have it all mapped out. We know exactly where he goes. <laughs> but it's a
1: great ice cream story it's it's
0: a funny ice cream story mine is Kathy I feel bad for saying this so early I feel like this is higher up on your list and it is pretty high on mine too granted but mine is a hot dog number five for me is hot dogs I love a hot dog in the summer and if it's like at a baseball game or something it's like even better I don't know what they do to those hot dogs but they are so much better than a regular hot dog Mm -hmm. but I love a good hot dog
1: dog dog night. I don't know what but they're probably the worst hot dogs in the world and the way they cook them, but I guess cause they cost a dollar.
2: It's great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. It's all about the, the, where you are to your environment, the experience of it all. Yep. The smells, the sounds it's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. Natalie. Yep.
0: <laughs> all right. Number four,
2: my number four, I had to add a cocktail on the list and my favorite summertime drink is a mojito. I could have a mojito in my hand all summer long. I, to be honest, I could have it in my hand all winter long too, but it just, it tastes wonderful in the summer. The rum, the lime, uh, the mint, the fresh mint. It's so, so good. Mojitos all day.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. Just a couple of lime girls running a business. Yep.
2: That's what we are. Couple of lives. All right. I'm gonna go
1: with Jello salads, which actually they're not really Jello salads. But I um I went to a, a reunion of some of my friends from our younger days over the weekend. I knew I haven't been asked to do anything socially for a very long time, let alone a potluck. So it's like, what do you take to a party? First of all, what do you wear to a party? Yeah. What do you take to a party? And I was just remembering the things that my mother would have made and taken to a barbecue, potluck. So I don't know if you've ever heard of this. The recipe name that was on the computer is pistachio mallow. But in my younger days, it was called Watergate Salad. And it was called Watergate Salad because the, uh, the chef who created the simple recipe, which I'm gonna tell you about in a second, he was the head chef at the Watergate Hotel. So that's where that is. It was not controversial or anything. <laughs> it's just that that's where the guy worked. So, and it is so simple. And have you ever had this or heard of this? Never no no okay. here you go guys this is what every every homemaker had in her kitchen in the 60s and the 70s for that quick party food. It is a container of cool whip it is a, a, um, three cups of mini marshmallows not the big marshmallows mini marshmallows um, a can of crushed pineapple you do not drain it and a box of pistachio instant pudding and you stir those together and you have this refreshing salad but I loved it because it's something that either it could be dessert like I took some vanilla wafers to dip into it yeah or it's also just a great side
2: salad with you know with your burgers and stuff like that that sounds so good it sounds so sweet but really good and that actually reminds me um there's this woman on tiktok tiktok I think her name is um the midwestern mom And she makes all sorts of like Midwestern salads. And most of them are not like green leafy salads. Most of them are salads that sound exactly like the Watergate salad. And they all, except for one I've seen, they all sound so good and so easy.
1: They're so fun. They are so easy. They are so fun. I promise you, if you have those ingredients in your house, you will always be ready for another party. And it was actually really fun because the people that I got together with were all, well, we're all retired. I didn't mention that yet, but I'm <laughs> retired now. We're all retired and, you know, in our sixties and everybody, we were all reliving those salads what that our mothers, those salads, green salads that our mothers used to make. Yeah. There we go.
0: <laughs> I love it. I will try anything if there's a vanilla wafer involved.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. They need
1: to be so wonderful. They're good.
0: I don't know, but now I need to go buy a box. That that like, that like was like a trigger word for me. <laughs> I immediately need to go get it. Um, Mine is arguably the best sandwich combination in summertime ever. And it is mozzarella, tomato, pesto on like a nice baguette. That is like my go-to summer sandwich. It's just so
1: good. Yeah. I don't even have the words.
2: No, that's so refreshing. Mm-hmm.
1: I love our food list here. and There has not been many repeats. There really hasn't. Nope. No. We're so good. This so now been, we're... Go ahead. I, sorry, sorry. I did a food right. This has been... Re, this is really good to remember some of the things that you forgot about. You know, the, yeah. the mozzarella and tomatoes and all that stuff. Yeah, all good.
0: Yeah. And it's best, like, this time of year, too, when, like, the tomatoes are all ripe and, like, so good.
2: It's best. Yeah. all yeah. right
0: We are on number three guys. These are the top three.
2: I think this might be our first repeat but I needed to have it on my list. It's always a hot dog. Hot dogs are the best invention known to man in my opinion. Now again in my case it's a veggie dog but they they taste almost the same. There there's nothing better than a hot dog in the summertime and it can be like a hot a cheese dog you know with cheese on it or with just like relish or you know ketchup and mustard those are my combinations or a combination of you know slap them all on a hot dog I'd eat that or even like hot dogs in in something else like I want whatever that is I just love hot dogs (laughs) so I'm
1: dying here right now because we get really excited about hot dogs listen to us
2: we do
1: That was a lot of energy.
2: (laughs) I love them; they're so good. Slap it in the roll; I'll eat it. (laughs) I actually have on on our like meal prep thing for the week. I on my list is hot dogs and baked beans. Like that is a meal that we eat, and it's so good.
0: Baked beans are so underrated. I know so underrated.
2: They
1: are. (laughs) All right. Well, this is the top three, and I I might have a contender in there with that all, but. I'm going to go with my number three is going to be anything from my neighbor's garden. I am just so lucky. I am so grateful that I my, the, my good neighbors across the street are growing this amazing garden and they have shared with me some things from it. And it's they could call me and tell me whatever it is. And even if I don't think I like it, I'm eating it and I'm going, no, I do like this. It's fresh. Yeah. I know where it came from. I just love it. Anything from my neighbor's garden. I know who watered it.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: know where that yellow squash grew up. <laughs> I've watched it grow up. It's just so good. So um, that's my number three.
0: I love that. That's awesome. That's like the freshest produce you can get. It is.
1: That's great.
0: So okay. good. Um, mine is, I'm very passionate about this, pasta salad. It is like a staple for me in the summertime. I literally just made it like, less than a week ago and I think you know it's one of those things everyone does different Mm -hmm. and my combo is either tricolor rotini or bow tie pasta because I feel like you have to get a little fancy and then I do a cucumber a pepper some cherry tomatoes um obviously you put Italian dressing in there some cheese I like to get like the little mozzarella pearls but here's the kicker olives green olives yeah so good makes or breaks it a little bit of red onion call it a day yeah I love olives in my pasta salad Chris won't eat them so now I have to put them in after the fact like into my own personal dish it just it's not as good you have to get the juice in there so that's my moratorium on pasta salads
2: nice I wholeheartedly agree (laughs)
0: <laughs> olives are so good in the summer too I feel like that's another one that's so yeah. good in summertime
1: does Chris eat olives
0: no he doesn't like olives
1: Neither does Ed and I don't think they know what they're missing I really don't think they know what they're missing well yeah.
0: that's a thing on how I met your mother it's like the olive theory like every there's one person in every relationship that can't like olives and that's how you know it's gonna work <laughs> like one person likes olives and one person doesn't oh, and wow. that's how you know you found your match
2: I I may have not found my match
0: John and I both love olives so <laughs> I don't know I don't know Brianna
1: <laughs> oh, well, one of you better start not liking on yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it was so I think the way the episode goes I'm spoiling this episode disclaimer um is that Marshall lied to Lily and said he didn't like them because she came up with this olive theory or vice versa and then later in the episode she finds out he does like them and she's like are we supposed to be together you know so you might be fine (laughs) yeah you might be fine
2: that's funny uh well my my number two since we're getting moving on to number two is pasta salad and it it is it is a really good one and everybody does make them differently you're right my mom used to do it with um like thick slices of pepperoni and just like cheese of any kind it was like sharp cheddar cheese and Italian dressing and that was so good I just made pasta salad last week with elbow macaroni sliced veggie pepperoni um sliced green olives and um there was something else I popped in there but with a like a lemon herb dressing that I made and it was it's so good with fresh parsley on top it, it's delicious pasta salad is like the easiest thing in the world to put together and I love that you can you know it's great to take to parties uh, we've been eating it all week you can just like make a box of it and eat it for lunch all week it's perfect it's another breakfast lunch
1: dinner food
0: <laughs> it like, really no. is I it would go to that like I, I would love this is my dream party I just decided everyone brings their pasta salad to the party And we do a taste test and it's a pasta salad party.
1: Yeah, that would be a fun one. That would be, that's better than a cookie exchange. I think right now in the summertime, like everybody has to bring the same thing, but the way you make it, it would be right through with iced tea. I love it. Okay. So my number two is Chardonnay. I'm finally going to get to the alcohol. I mean, it's really important to me. So I'm right <laughs> higher at the alcohol. It's number two, Chardonnay. Um, you know what? I go to white wine in the summertime and I've just been drinking Chardonnay. I don't know why. And then the other day I had a Sauvignon Blanc, which was nice too. It was very nice, but I, I don't know. Chardonnay has something to it that just gets what I want. So Chardonnay is my number two food.
0: Love it. I love a good dry white wine in the summer, like cold, crisp. So good. Um, Mine is guacamole. I'm also very passionate about this. I do not discriminate. I love all kinds of guac. We just got a really good one in the city yesterday. That was like basil, garlic, onions, avocado. It was so good. But then I also just bought, I eat a lot of guacamole. I also just bought from Trader Joe's. They do this Greek yogurt guacamole phenomenal highly recommend it's like tangy it's so good everyone should go buy it Mm -hmm. sounds
2: really good I love a good guacamole I refuse to make it myself but if it's there I'm eating it it's one of the
0: most satisfying things to make yourself because if you can get four ripe avocados you're on top of the world you know
2: (laughs) I don't think I've ever reached that that four at all It's usually like, oh, you got one really good one and 8,000 terrible ones. So (laughs) I don't make it. I just think other people's.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Kathy, what were you saying?
1: No, I've got. You've got me. Th- I'm going to be listening to this tomorrow and writing down all the foods that I need to go get or yeah. make or everything. But you know, guacamole is one of those things that when you're just saying, them, I'm thinking, yeah, I think I like guacamole too. In fact, that's really the only way I like avocados. I don't like a straight up avocado at all. Yeah, but guacamole is good. And in my mind, I didn't think you could make it. But don't ask me how I thought it got to be guacamole. Um, but I could buy it at Trader Joe's. There you, you go. Yeah. Okay.
0: You too. <laughs> you too can buy guacamole Trader Joe's. Huh. All right, what's your number two? Is Wait, whose turn is, is it? On. Is it number one? Yeah, this is uh- the
2: top one.
0: Oh, oh my god, one. this is it. <laughs> okay, all right, Brianna, go.
2: Don't judge me. Listen, <laughs> mine is also an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> number one. So, um, Uh, there's this cocktail that I've been making and it is so refreshing. It's very like floral and citrusy and that's why I like it's perfect for the summer. And it's a gin-based cocktail. Listen, it's gin, St. Germain, which is elderflower liqueur, lavender, simple syrup, and a little bit of lemon juice. Top that with club soda and you have the perfect day drinking in the summer beverage. That's so all I have to say about that.
0: That's innovative and I love it.
2: I, I, I'm sure it does have a name. Um, there's a couple of different gin cocktails that have similar ingredients. One of them is called Aviation. It's very close to that. Um, somebody told me that they do almost the same thing, add mint to it and it's called like Flower Child. Um, so, you know, you could add and subtract whatever you want. Um, but I just call mine flowers because I'm not creative. I just, you know, lavender, elderflower. It's just my flower drink. It's perfect. But we have the ingredients. So we can yeah. make it.
0: Yeah. All right. I love it. That sounds so refreshing. It's
1: my number one. Fun. All right. So mine is hot dogs. I held it to the very end. It wasn't easy. Like, I want to tell you I like hot dogs too, but you know that already. And um, but I think the rest of the world knows how I feel about hot dogs and Ed and I pretty much like wherever we will go or we'll make it a, a special trip. If we feel like we want to just do something fun is it's typically involves a hot dog stand or a place yeah. that's hot dogs. So hot dogs, they're, they're, I don't know. they're just great. They're I, after- I, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I don't like to cook any breakfast meats, although I have learned to cook scrapple. I think I'm doing okay with it, but I don't like cooking breakfast meats because of the splattering and the If I don't get my bacon just right, so I will oftentimes, if I was making breakfast, my breakfast meat is a hot dog, a hot dog
2: scrambled eggs. It's wonderful. Absolutely. And okay, don't judge me, but I have, I eat hot dogs for breakfast with my eggs all the time. And if you put them, if you cook them on the same pan that you're going to cook your eggs on and drizzle like a little bit of maple syrup in the pan it makes it like a breakfast sausage it's so good so good
1: (laughs) all right
0: amazing I just learned so much that's insane I love it um so I just I have to stay true this is my seasonless all-time favorite food but I'm gonna spice it up for summer because I feel like you know you have to swing it but I mean like any time of the year But like, even in the summertime, mac and cheese. Oh yeah. 10 out of 10. I like to have a good time, mac and cheese. But what I would put in my mac and cheese in the summer, one of the best mac and cheese I've ever had, I can't even remember where I had it, but it was jalapeno and corn mixed in with the mac and cheese. So good. And so summery, highly recommend. I want to make it myself. And I actually just got a TikTok of someone like making this mac and cheese and I've had it before somewhere don't know where, but I'm going to make it because I was like, that was phenomenal. And I'm going to make a hot dog to go with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like, a perfect combo. <laughs> that's a perfect meal. You know, that, as you're talking about mac and cheese, it's almost a little bit like pasta salad. You could, which I never even thought about that. You could almost you know, it's almost like the base of your macaroni. What are you going to put in there in yeah. addition to cheese? That's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. Mac and cheese. So- Good. can i mention we had um called out to some of you know called out to our knitters if they wanted to tell us what some of their summer favorite foods are so i did get three replies so can i rattle them off yeah So dawn uh replied and hers is tomatoes from her garden
2: yeah.
1: and again when i got her reply i could just almost feel those tomatoes baking in the sun you know getting ripe and she loves to use them for um her homemade salsa and tomato sandwiches so i was like yeah and then Marie is jersey tomatoes, corn in the cob, watermelon, and grilled hot dogs. So hot dogs, the world loves a hot dog. We're all after our own heart. Absolutely. We love all these things. And Missy is Missy's reply was watermelon and grapes. So I need to find out from her, does she like it that the watermelon and grapes are in the same bowl?
2: Yeah.
1: So and then the other one is asparagus and steak on the grill. Oh, that's so asparagus. good. So good to do. All right, there we go. That's
2: answers.
0: Good. Nice guys, any honorable mentions? I, I feel like if there's anything we need to, you know, give credit to, we should.
2: I feel like we covered so much. I mean, we only had like one or two overlaps between the three of us. Yep. I'm gonna so. give
1: one honorable mention because Natalie, you stirred this when you said about the frozen cookie dough at the pool. And 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 French fries were right in there too, Brianna, because those were that was a biggie at our pool was the French fries. Um, I think they used the same oil all year long, all season long. And oh, it got better (laughs) as the season got longer. But what we loved at our pool in our days was um, they would put candy bars. There was the zero candy bar, Milky Way, Three Musketeers, the frozen ones. Oh yeah, yeah. And just you know, it was so frozen when you got it, and then. You know, you're know, you trying to bite into it. And that was a great food too. It's any frozen candy bar at the pool. Definitely. Love it. That's a
0: That's good, so good Also, I feel like water ice needs to get thrown out there. Yeah. Like mango water ice.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any water ice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. All right, you guys, well, we covered a lot of grounds. I think um, we've established that we have a lot of opinions and that we're very passionate about this topic um (laughs) any updates that we want to say yes there are brianna do you want to give some rootsy updates
2: yeah absolutely um so with roots knitting academy our fall calendar is going to be released on july 30th which, which is just a few short weeks away um so our september through december classes will be ready for registration on july 30th um stay tuned for information if you don't get our emails yet um, go to our website and you can fill out the contact us so you can get on our email list to be the first to find out what's going on Um, we have a lot of surprises that day as well as the release of our next calendar Um, so just be on the lookout and um, follow us on facebook and instagram for updates too yeah
1: and you're going to be live that day too, correct? Yeah, we're going to be doing an
2: Instagram live, I, I think in the morning that day. So we'll be talking about all of the classes. We might have some samples by then. And um, it'll it'll just be a really fun day. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm Very so excited. Great.
1: Coming so quickly and I'm ready. I, I'm, I'm like knitting mittens till you get me something new to knit there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. <laughs> We've got a lot of fun stuff. You got a lot of fun stuff coming.
1: Definitely. All right. And any other roots updates or anything else we were, or news in general?
0: Um, we just have some community dates like coming up. So communities, like just like a social knit hang you can sign up for on our site. Um, there's one tomorrow night, which I think you can still enroll in if you're listening to this right now and it's before the 12th. Um, but then we have another one on the 22nd, which is a Friday and they're both at 7 PM. So if you're interested in that just go sign up on our website
2: i think if you may even listen to our podcast tomorrow the 12th i think you're able to sign up up to an hour before it starts so you have until 6 p.m on tuesday the 12th to sign up for this next roots community
1: Woo-woo. That's a fun hour. I did. Well, I've done the one with you, and I um, it was a really fun hour. Just great to see everybody on the screen and and chat and hear what people were working on. Yeah, I'll be you on the twenty second. I can't wait. So awesome. anybody who wants to be yay. with me, it's the twenty second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gonna be fun. All right, okay. and I just have one little update here myself. So our next podcast, I'm just gonna shout it out there. Tonight we recorded podcast number one twenty five. I. That feels like a quarter of a century to me. I guess 125, I don't know, 25. So 126 is gonna be next week. And this is gonna give us some homework to do. The Topic is, what are you watching? Ooh. Again, it's summertime. I, I, I finished Gilmore Girls in case you, I just finished it Ed and I did the other night and we are just beside ourselves because we don't know what to watch when the Phillies aren't playing, so.
0: Have you watched A Year in the Life?
1: No. That's the, that's the sequel. Oh, is that the sequel? Uh huh. Okay, then we did watch. We watched the last episode of Gilmore Girls, which we loved, and then the first episode of the next sequel, and I didn't realize that was the name of it was. So, yes, is okay. I'll go back. I'll go back to watching it. All right, I did watch it. <laughs> Good. All
0: <laughs> right, you guys. Well, we'd love to hear from you and invite you to join us as a guest host on a future podcast if you're listening. Um, We promise that there's no work involved for you. You just have to show up and hang out. Um, If you're interested in that, though, please email us at Ruthsing or at Kathy Finley Knits. Both of those emails will be in the description of the episode um, if you'd like to join us on a show. Um, If you like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platforms so that more people can find us. Hopefully by now you've finished your drink or walk because it's time for us to bind off. Thank you. Thank you.